What have we got to be afraid of? Well, hey, everybody, how you doing? This is Steve Webb, and this is the LifeSpring Family Audio Bible coming to you from Riverside, California. I'm your OG Godcaster. Thanks for being here today. This is the daily podcast where we read the entire Bible in a year. How you doing? Man, I said yesterday I thought it was cooling down. Eh, not so much. It was 100 degrees here today. How is it in your neck of the woods? Today our reading is Psalms 9 through 11. And after that I'll have some comments and our On This Day in Church History segment and we'll have some prayer requests. Let's begin. Psalms chapter 9. I will thank you, Lord, with all my heart. I will talk about all your wonderful acts. I will celebrate and rejoice in you. I will sing praises to your name, Most High. When my enemies turn and retreat, they fall down and die right in front of you because you have established justice for me and my claim, because you rule from the throne, establishing justice rightly. You have denounced the nations, destroyed the wicked. You have erased their name for all time. Every enemy is wiped out, like something ruined forever. You've torn down their cities. Even the memory of them is dead. But the Lord rules forever. He assumes His throne for the sake of justice. He will establish justice in the world rightly. He will judge all people fairly. The Lord is a safe place for the oppressed, a safe place in difficult times. Those who know your name trust you because you have not abandoned any who seek you, Lord. Sing praises to the Lord who lives in Zion. Proclaim his mighty acts among all people, because the one who avenges bloodshed remembers those who suffer. The Lord hasn't forgotten their cries for help. Have mercy on me, Lord. Just look how I suffer because of those who hate me. But you are the one who brings me back from the very gates of death so I can declare all your praises, so I can rejoice in your salvation in the gates of daughter Zion. The nations have fallen into the hole they themselves made. Their feet are caught in the very net they themselves hid. The Lord is famous for the justice he has done. It's his own doing that the wicked are trapped. Hygeian, Selah. Let the wicked go straight to the grave, the same for every nation that forgets God, because the poor won't be forgotten forever. The hope of those who suffer won't be lost for all time. Get up, Lord. Don't let people prevail. Let the nations be judged before you. Strike them with fear, Lord. Let the nations know they are only human. Selah. Psalms chapter 10 Why are you so far away, O Lord? Why do you hide yourself when we are in trouble? The wicked are proud and persecute the poor. Catch them in the traps they have made. The wicked are proud of their evil desires. The greedy curse and reject the Lord. The wicked do not care about the Lord. In their pride they think that God doesn't matter. The wicked succeed in everything. They cannot understand God's judgment. They sneer at their enemies. They say to themselves, I will never fail. I will never be in trouble. Their speech is filled with curses, lies, and threats. They're quick to speak hateful, evil words. They hide themselves in the villages, waiting to murder innocent people. They spy on their helpless victims. They wait in their hiding places like lions. They lie in wait for the poor. They catch them in their traps and drag them away. The helpless victims lie crushed. Brute strength has defeated them. The wicked say to themselves, God doesn't care. 
He has closed his eyes and will never see me. O Lord, punish those wicked people. Remember those who are suffering. How can the wicked despise God and say to themselves, He will not punish me? But you do see. You take notice of trouble and suffering and are always ready to help. The helpless commit themselves to you. You have always helped the needy. Break the power of wicked and evil people. Punish them for the wrong they have done until they do it no more. The Lord is king forever and ever. Those who worship other gods will vanish from his land. You will listen, O Lord, to the prayers of the lowly. You will give them courage. You will hear the cries of the oppressed and the orphans. You will judge in their favor, so that mortal men may cause terror no more. Psalm 11 I run to the Lord for safety, so how can you say to me, Fly away like a bird to your mountain? Look, evil people are bending their bows. They are placing their arrows against the strings. They're planning to shoot from the shadows at those who have honest hearts. When law and order are being destroyed, what can godly people do? The Lord is in His holy temple. The Lord is on His throne in heaven. He watches all people. His eyes study them. The Lord watches over those who do what is right, but He hates sinful people and those who love to hurt others. He will pour out flaming coals and burning sulfur on those who do what is wrong. A hot and dry wind will destroy them. The Lord always does what is right. So He loves it when people do what is fair. Those who are honest will enjoy His blessing. Today let's talk a little bit about Psalm 11. Now, there was a time before he was king when David was being pursued by King Saul. And David's friends, though well-intentioned, gave him advice not founded in faith. They said, run away, hide. Well, David's response was, why should I hide when I trust in God's protection? God is still on the throne. He sees what is happening to me, and he will deal with those who wish to do me harm. He knows I am his, and he will watch over me. Beloved, Family, have you noticed that everywhere you look we're being given another reason to be afraid? There's a new variant, and it's worse than the last. ISIS is back. The Taliban is back. Joe Biden wants to steal your retirement. China. Russia. The commie left. The Nazi right. We're all gonna die! <laughs> if I didn't know better, I might just think it's a coordinated effort. Relax, I'm not going to go all political on you here, but I will say, yes, it is being coordinated. But not by any political party or not by any nation. It's being coordinated by the one who wants us to look at what's happening instead of our Heavenly Father. Why should we fear when we know that, as David said, the Lord is in His holy temple, the Lord is on His throne in heaven? Yes, He is watching. He knows who are His and who are doing evil. The evil will suffer his wrath, and the righteous will enjoy his blessings. Psalm 46, 1 and 2 says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Isaiah 41 says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. Jesus said, In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. I could go on and on. God's Word is full of phrases like, fear not, don't be afraid, and the like. There's a saying going around that there are 365 fear nots in the Bible, one for each day of the year. 
Well, that's a nice thought, but it's not true, but that's okay. There are actually many, many more times that we're assured that we have no need to fear in the Bible. Listen, family, God has many names in the Bible. I used to do a podcast called In Touch with God's Character. And by the way, you can still listen to them at lifespringmedia.com. Each episode was only a few minutes long, and I would focus on one of the names of God. Each name of God emphasizes an aspect of who He is. Jesus, when He was praying to the Father in the Garden of Gethsemane, prayed, Abba, Father. Do you know what Abba means? It's an Arabic word that roughly means Daddy. It speaks of the close, intimate relationship of a father and a child, and the childlike trust that a youngster places in his daddy. We also have that relationship with God. Did you know that? Paul wrote in Romans 8, 14 and 15, For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by Him we cry, Abba, Father. Beloved, with God, the Creator of all that is, as our Daddy, what have we got to be afraid of? Tomorrow we're going to read Job 7 and 8. Boost! This day in church history, September 22nd, 1734. The first Moravian settlement in America begins with the arrival of the Schwenkfelders, who were followers of reformer Kaspar Schwenkfeld von Osik in Philadelphia. And in 1871 on this date, September 22nd, the Anglican hymn writer Charlotte Elliott died. She was an invalid during her last 50 years, yet she wrote 150 hymns, including Billy Graham's favorite, Just As I Am. Just as I am. I got a boostagram from Sean today thanking me for the follow-up I did on yesterday's show about his comments on the Tower of Babel. He sent 500 sats using the Fountain app. Thanks very much, Sean. It was my pleasure. Also, I don't normally mention donations under $50 for the reasons of anonymity, but someone from Down Under donated $20.79 on Monday. It isn't often that donations from outside the U.S. come in, so I just wanted to say an extra special thanks. Kind of wondering if the amount is a result of converting the Australian dollar to the American, or if it was uh, sent as uh, this amount on purpose. It'd be kind of fun to know that, wouldn't it? Anyway, you know who you are, and I appreciate you. God bless you. Family, if you want to help keep the show going, if you think it's important, go to support.lifespringmedia.com and send whatever value you think is right. You can find out more about all that at support.lifespringmedia.com. It's just a way that if you value the show, if you think it's worth listening to, then you evidently have some value uh, attached to it. I just ask that you return some of that value to me to help keep the lights on. Thanks very much. I appreciate you, and God bless you. Prayer requests. Well, today was not a good day for my family. My 89-year-old mother-in-law fell and broke her pelvis. She's had a few falls over the past couple of years, but this one is, I think, the worst. Let's pray for relief from pain and for healing and for wisdom for the family as to future care for her. 
and I've got to praise my headaches finally seem to be in the past, so I'm thankful for your prayers and for healing. And Kathy had her last chemo session yesterday. Uh, we need to pray for the platelet count to continue to come up. And uh, they have her on some drugs right now that make her very sleepy, which is probably good for her, but it's frustrating for Dell when he tries to talk to her on the phone. They don't let him visit her in the hospital right now because of logistics in his mild cognitive disorder. Um, so just pray for the both of them. So let's begin. Our Heavenly Father, Abba, it is so good to know that you're there and that you care so much for us. You are worthy of our praise, and we lift it up to you now. We pray for Noni right now with her broken pelvis. I pray that you would be by her side and that you would comfort her and lessen the pain that she has. She loves you so much, Lord. Let her feel your presence in her hospital room right now. And as the family now has to make some difficult decisions for her ongoing care, I ask that you would give wisdom. Help those in the decision-making process to have unity and patience as they weigh the various options. You're the Father of Peace, Lord, and I ask that you guide the discussions and the decisions. And thank you that Kathy is through with this round of chemotherapy. I ask that you strengthen her and help the sickness to quickly subside. Bring the platelet count up, Lord. Help her to heal. And be with both her and Dell as they have to be apart. Even over the miles, help them to feel your love and their love for each other. And thank you again for relieving those headaches, Lord. It's good to be able to lay my head down without the pillow hurting. I thank you and praise you for your healing touch. And for any needs that are in the LifeSpring family that I don't know about, I know, Lord, that you do. So I ask that your will would be done and that what you do in each one of our lives would bring glory to you. Bring healing where it is needed, financial help where there are needs, emotional help, family help, wisdom where necessary. You, Lord, are able to deal with any need we have, and I ask that you would bring the blessings in your own way. Lord, we love you, and we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, family, if you have a need that you'd like to have prayed for, go to prayer.lifespringmedia.com. You'll find a form there on the website. You can quickly fill it in with any amount of detail that you, you want to share. Uh, if you even want to be, uh, if you want to remain anonymous, you can do that as well. Prayer.lifespringmedia.com. I promise I'll pray for you in my uh, private prayer time, and we'll pray together on the show. Be sure you're subscribed. If you're not, go to subscribe.lifespringmedia.com. You'll find links there to help you subscribe. And in most podcast apps, all you have to do is search for my name, Steve Webb, or search for the LifeSpring Family Audio Bible. You can comment on the show at comment.lifespringmedia.com or email me at steve at lifespringmedia.com or you can comment on the show notes page for this episode. And I'll read some of the comments on the show. I want to hear from you. It's all part of the family thing. Since you're listening to this show, you're part of the family. So I do want to hear from you. Comment.lifespringmedia.com Until tomorrow, may God bless you richly. Thanks for being here. I'm Steve Webb. See you next time. Bye.